Blog Talk Radio. To the show, it's your man DJ Big Stu. We live from Harlem. You know how we do it. Shout out to everybody on Blog Talk. Shout out to everybody on iTunes, iHeart, College Underground Radio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Amazon. Oh man, I can't name every place. Shout out to everybody that be listening to us on all the major platforms. We are in the building today. I got a very, 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 very special guest in the building. I got a pioneer legend. I had a, I had the privilege to work with him a couple of times. One time on a music video, and one time in the film that we did, the uncelebrated pioneer history of Harlem hip hop, which you can check out now on Amazon Prime. My man Divine the Prince from the legendary P Brothers is in the building. Welcome to the show, bro. What else? Thank you, brother. Thank you for inviting me, man. How are you, brother? Uh, I'm good. I'm good, man. We 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 glad to have you, man. Um, let them know where you calling from, bro. I'm calling from Harlem, USA. Um, I'm born and raised in Harlem, USA. Right now, I'm chilling right now and uh, St. Nick's Projects, man. My peoples, man. 
But I want to give a big shout out to Beef Stool and everybody, you know, for acknowledging us and, and acknowledging and helping me with my projects. My past, no my doubt, future no doubt. It was an honor. Um, let me ask you, man, how did it all begin, man? Tell us how everything began. All right. It all began, uh, I was about nine. I was living on the east side between Lincoln and St. Nick. So I moved from Lincoln Projects, near Lincoln, to I moved to, a, to St. Nick Projects. At this time, I'm like nine and a half, going on ten. I was going to school with Pinnell uncle, DJ Pinellio. Big shout out, Pinellio. Uh, I went to school with his uncle, and we was in the same class. And, and unfortunately for me, they live next door. So I would go to their houses, and we'd go back and forth to my house. And I, I knew that they was doing they was DJing. They was doing breakbeats and, and doing a lot of things. And at that time, I wasn't really into it. You know, I was into girls chasing, you know, still young. So um, they called me over to the house, and they asked me, see, yo, you want to rhyme? And I said, yeah, I can rhyme. Just try to rhyme. I would say somebody else's rhyme, but, you know, just that I knew I can catch the beat to my own. I came into my own at 10 and a half. By mm. 11, I was in the park. I was in the parks rocking. I was the youngest rapper out at that time in, in Harlem. Not seeing the whole five borough, but in Harlem, I was the youngest. And I wound up, you know, blowing people, blowing people away, you know. I had no skills at that time. Let them know some of the people that was like in the playground, some of the pioneers that was in the playground that you, when you was 10 years old and stepped on the mic to do your thing back then, let them know some of the people that you was rhyming, who were some of your peers back then. All right. Um, prior to, before, my peers were Tito from the Fearless Four, Mike C from the Fearless Four, uh, Kumo D. At the time, there was the original Fantastic Four, I think. I think they was all the, the original something. I know they was the original. It wasn't the whole Treacherous Three. Was, uh, they were the original ones. DJ Eddie Chiba, Cool Cow, Jimmy West, Mr. Bond Elmo, uh, Jekyll and Hyde, uh, um, uh, DJ Spivey, M7s. It was, uh, I forgot the other guy from, from Johnson Projects, but it was a lot of us. Those were my peers. You talking about Louis Lou? Those were my peers. Louis Lou, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. They were my no peers, doubt. man. So... And, and, you know, those were the top dudes back then. Like, that's back before money came into play. That's back when you basically just really rock for respect. Now, you 10 years old, man, that had to be one hell of a feeling back then because them dudes was like, even though everybody was young then, the, probably, the oldest dude was probably like 17, 18. But still, right. you know, you still was young, way younger than most of them. I was, Yeah, I was younger. I was like, you know, I wasn't really in the street that much. You know, I was, a, you know, a house boy, you know, church boy, but. When I started hanging out with the P Brothers, all that changed. And then they started taking me to places. They started taking me to places like the Renaissance. Like, nah, for those who don't know, the Renaissance was hot back in the day. And at that time, they had DJ Donald D and the Sapphire Crew. And um, the Disco Four was just coming out, you know, even though they were still together. But I was sneaking the side door of the Renaissance to get into the club. And one time I got busted by Ray Chandler from Flash Mm. Manager and from Black Door Production. And then he saw that my. I, I was what I was doing. He saw he didn't like it, but he let me stay in the party. So from that point on, he would tell me whenever I want to get into the show, I had to help carry flash equipment into the Renaissance, and he would not stamp my hand, so not to stamp my, I mean, wash it off, and I'd be going to Renaissance parties for free at the age of like what, twelve, eleven, twelve, or thirteen. So I was already wow. in already. Wow. Now you know. There's so many dudes that talk about Ray Chandler cats them trying to sneak in the clubs back in the days. You know? right. <laughs> like you ain't the first one, you know. That's that's like a, that was like a common thing for 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 back in the days in the old school hip hop. Right. He was 
Right. He had the spot, and everybody was sneaking in, and he was catching them. You, Chief KC, and a few other cats, yep. man, told me the same. Yep. <laughs> the same thing. Now, let Yo, me ask you, cool. like, did, when you look at the times now, you look at hip-hop now, you look at the pioneering times, man, how you feel? Like, because, you know, it was a different aura in the air back when we was when hip-hop was being created and we was doing it, and everybody didn't believe what we was doing. So now it's a billion-dollar business. Right. Well, uh, for me, I did it for free. I did it for fun. I did it for the love of it. When I saw that it was profitable, I wanted to get part of that. So I, I would meet up with Mike C. Not all the time, but, you know, me and him will meet up. We'll go to music and art until a certain time, and then we'll leave. We'll go to 125th Street to enjoy records. And we will meet, uh, I think, I'm not sure if that's his grandson, but Ronnie D from the Disco 4. we meet up with him. He'd be outside. And I would talk to him and say, you know, you know, you think he's the uncle, whoever he was, Bobby Robinson can give me a deal. And at the time, he said, I don't know, man. You got to bring a cassette, man. He's kind of fickle. You know what I mean? You got to impress him. So I kept bringing cassette tapes after cassette tapes after cassette tapes. No, no prevail, no nothing, you know. Next thing you know, uh, Spoonie G comes out. Then after Spoonie G comes out, was the Treacherous 3, I think, the Disco 4. And then after that, then was the Field 4. So it was like me. I was like, I got to get in. I want to get in. But they wasn't letting people in. That was after the click right there. So I was just like, okay, I'll settle for second best at that time. But I, every additionally, from that point, from that point on, but whatever we did, I mean the P Buzz, we will mimic what they was doing on record. We did it in the park. We did it for free. So when people start catching notice and catching ear to what we was, what we had, then Mike and Dave, and then Men Dip Like, and people start sending us to. To shows like in the Bronx and and Audubon, style like I'm like we was all over, and then we start opening the shows for the Phyllis Four and the Treacherous Three and the Crash Group. That's where we got a big break and we start opening up the shows for them. Mm. Now the yeah. P brothers, you know, y'all was pretty strong up there. Like, what would you say was y'all strongest strength? Because y'all, a lot of people definitely, you know, know, you know, knows know you guys from back in the days. Right. The, our strength was the breakbeat. Mm. And the MC that went with the breakbeats because we had routines for the breakbeats. Not everybody had routines to breakbeats. Everybody would run solo, whether it was mm. Funky Penguin or Breaking Bells or I Can't Stop or Scratching or whatever. They were rhyme with the space at that time they was using space echo, and we couldn't afford that. But we would just rhyme plainly on the on the on the scratching. And Pinnell would tell us, let us know when he was going to scratch, and we'll stop. And he'll start scratching, and as soon as he stopped, he'll cue us back in to come in. So it seemed like it was pl- rehearsed, you know what I mean? It, it was just, mm-hmm. it, it was phenomenal. And just like people start catching like the P Brothers. So now it was just the P Brothers. No one knew about the MCs. So they put, they classified it all as P Brothers. But little did they know that me and Jazz, Finesse, T-Boy, and another dude, I forgot, Eddie Telly, Eddie Trees, we were the MCs. And uh, mm-hmm. originally we was the Short Shot crew, but we found out that there was a Short Shot crew in the Bronx. So what we did was we changed the name to the P Brothers. So our strengths were the, the break beats and the MCs because we was just like the treacherous and the fearless. We was that we was that good, you know. Mm. And people acknowledged it. Even they they acknowledged it at that time. But now it's like a little, whole little different vibe, you know. Because the ones who who got it, who still had it then, who had it then still have it now. Like Silver Fox and Tito and Moe D. We all still have it. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, that was our strength. Our strength was the break beats. In general, who who are some of the people that you know that y'all battled in the come up? Everybody, 
We never mm-hmm. lost the battle. We battled everybody in the MC convention. We beat everybody. Wow. Whether it was solo, I, I would say we battled everybody from Devastating 3, <laughs> Super 3, uh, uh, everybody, G Brothers, people from Queens, uh, people we didn't, we, we knew of, but we didn't forgot to uh, remember their names and call their names. I also battled this kid named Kid Devon for the name, because I already had the name first, but he went to battle him. He was from Schaumburg. I think he was uh, I remember that. Light, rest in peace. His, his, his relatives to him. So um, I want to beat everybody. And then after that, now I'm like 12 years old, 12, 13. Now I'm, I'm not rhyming. Keep this in mind, I never wrote a rhyme until I was 20. So mm. at that time, everything was off the dome. So that makes it hard for me to, you know, for anybody to, you know, I wasn't that good. And um, mm. jazz would be the ones who like just do a routine and all. But all the people that I battled, whether it was a Mike and Dave convention, Man Dip Black convention, where it was the Ecstasy Garage, whatever it was, even the, the time that I battled Busy B. Starsky at Celebrity Club twice, and I won, but fortunate, unfortunate for me, they gave it to him. He was the house, DJ AJ was the house DJ, so they gave it to Busy B on both accounts. And then after I could think about a month later is when Mo D battled him and said what he said in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. right there, that was my, you know, that was my get back to Mo D for that for what he did you know, and you so, know that was that was that's deep right there that whole thing because you know back then a lot of people you know busy b was known to rock the house but a lot of people criticized busy b and said a lot of the, the conventions and the mc battles was fixed for him and a lot of the yeah, spots back then. and was, that was the was. whole thing why modi came out and in Harlem world at the mc convention and really shut it down that day was yeah. the way he did yeah. Which, which leads right. to the way kids battle now, right? how we battle now. Because battling right. wasn't like that back in the days before Modi did that, right? No, there wasn't. He's the, he's the pioneer of that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And especially off the dome, to do that in like 15 minutes and come out and, and <laughs> he gave us a show with that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, but I, I appreciate him and I applaud him for that. You know what I mean? Because he spoke up for people who, you know, who couldn't speak up because at that time we were just kids trying to get in. You know what I mean? He already he was a, already a household name, and at that time, and if people really look deep, I think that's when it became a, a rivalry between Bronx and Harlem, because Harlem, honestly, Harlem always had the lyricists. You know what I mean? The Bronx yeah. had the deep, the household DJ names, but Harlem always had the lyricists, always. You know yeah. what I mean? Always. And no, no, no disrespect to the Bronx, but Harlem, trust me, we had lyrics. So, that's what Waterbed Cab said. You know, he said everybody thought he was from. The Bronx, him and his brother, but they was actually from Harlem, and they oh, went up. Yeah, they were right across from us, right across yeah. from us. Boy, they better care. You know, even he, even when they was with the L brothers, they had lyrics too. You know, yeah, and, I and, that. and and now, and that's the reason why I said it's just that at that time, when Harlem came into its own, when Harlem became the stage, whether it was the Apollo, the State Building, the Renaissance, whatever Mike and Dave did in Harlem, when it became the stage, that's when everybody from the Bronx started coming down. And prior to that, Flash, Flash was coming down with, with um, Ray Chandler, the Black Gold production, and the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. That's when Donald D., Hollywood, Love, Bukstarsky, Eddie Chiba, mm-hmm. Cool Cow, everybody was performing in the Renaissance. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I, my school is Harlem. My school is around the corner from Harlem Prep, which DJ AJ went to. So I will always mm-hmm. see DJ AJ in the regular. So, it, you know, and it was like I, I would always get invites to come because, you know, they knew what I could rhyme. So when I would go to the Renaissance, I would look and see Kevy Kev and Melly Mel on the stage and they British walkers or they mop next or whatever. And I would sit there and I'd be amazed. I was like, wow, I want to be, I want, that's what I want to do. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. but again, Harlem always had the lyrics. Blow was the first. We all know Fatback Man, Curtis Blow were the first, and it's Booney G. So, yeah. you know, you already know how that went. So Harlem always had Cape had the, the stage and the end seats. And, yeah. And, you know, it, 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 it's a shame. And, I, and, and I'm not really mad, but it's a shame because, you know, everybody everybody across the world sees Sugar Hill Gang and don't see you guys. You know what I mean? And it's like right, Sugar right. Hill Gang was a man of – it was like the first group that was put together. Like, like you know, be, when they put the boy bands together and stuff like that. And not to take right, nothing yeah. from Sugar Hill Gang, they was they – was, you know, but they wasn't really rapping. They wasn't putting the work in, in the parks and the clubs like y'all. They was somebody that they, they just put together and made a song. And it was a different yeah. because you guys was making before cats was going platinum and and gold. You would make a tape and it would get all around the neighborhood, and that was right. just as good as going gold. Like would y'all do y'all right. routines and and cats cats like me, young dudes like me, walking around yeah. with a little box playing, you know, playing that joint like right. the, like battles like the the Cold Crush battle, the Fantastic Romantic, and the Cool Mo D versus Busy D, and and just right. other tapes of just. That Cats was doing. I had a couple of tapes with with DJ Pinellio and the P Brothers on it back in the days. I remember that. Well, and, and now it's like crazy because even then, truthfully, even then, when before prior to Tape Master uh, doing his thing with the cassettes, pe- a lot of people was having cassette tapes with the P Brothers. And for those who didn't don't know out there, the P Brothers are the first B Boy DJs in Harlem. They were. Mm. We, we all have. A, we all origin. We all come from the Bronx, but we all live in Manhattan. They was from Corp City. My father was from Soundview, and Jazz was from Patterson. And Finesse family was in Mitchell. So we always had that Bronx connection. Come to Harlem, whether it's with your moms, your grandmother, whoever, your aunt, whatever. But we all would always go to the Bronx, the Jams, and, and Boston Sea Core, and the Valley to see the uh, the Come Off crew in Corp City and. You know, 371 and Starlight, we Ecstasy Garage. We went everywhere. And then we'll look and then we'll go to downstairs records the next day to find the same beat that we heard in the club. And then that's how they would incorporate their, their music into the, the Harlem sound. Because, you know, at that time it was just Hollywood and Love, but one guy on the mic and with the mix, cutting, whatever, you know what I mean? Then Donald mm-hmm. D started doing it, then B Fest. And then the P Brothers was like, you know what? We're going to come up with four turntables. We're going to put these break beats in. For those who don't know, they used to have four turntables. I think they was one of the first to have four turntables. Not saying they were the mm-hmm. first, but they were the first in Harlem that I saw that they had four turntables and Paris should be cut and then Penelope cut. You know what wow. I mean? So break break the break beats was what they brought to the table in Harlem. And and from that point on they became household name. So did y'all ever have any B boys out of the crew? Was anybody in the crew a B boy? Uh yeah, a lot of people. Uh shoot. Jazz is the breakdance. <laughs> okay. Yeah, jazz was jazz was one of the breakdances. You know, he used to be doing his thing back in the day. I think that's how he started out too, you know, before he started hearing everybody else in the Bronx. But but jazz is the one of the breakdances in the crew. The now you remember crew. back in those days like B boying was kinda like like I don't know, it was almost like something that, that represents your project or your neighborhood. Even when, you know, before there was like crews like Rocksteady, it was little crews out like Floor Masters and stuff. Yeah. But it seemed it's like right. back then, it, almost everybody B-boy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you right. get a project right. going to, to beef with another project that might not fight, niggas might start B-boying and shit. Right. But, Did you, you know, but it's funny because, not to cut you off, but when we had that, we when we came into our own, 
We had the Morehouse crew from the Bronx with us. We had the Mont Vernon crew proxy from the Mont Vernon. We had people from Brooklyn, Flatbush. So when we go to parties, we're like 30, 40 deep. And mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, 10 out of the members out of the, the entourage got trench coats, even in the summertime. So you already know mm-hmm. what's, what's, what's going on with that. And then yeah. it was like, our thing was, you know, a week before the Run DMC came out with the Adidas, we all had shell toe Adidas, trench coats. You know, I don't know if it was Jordan's jeans at the time because Sergei Valentes was out, but we all wore those type of clothes, you know, leaves and, and we'll go to parties. We had a, uh, we was always uniforms, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's another thing we brought to the table, we being in uniform, you know, and, and that's uh, that. Those times I appreciate because it, it prepared me for life, life later on down the line. So, yeah, we always had that. You got the joint, man. Um, it's 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 2020 remix, right? Um, right. Uh, what was the inspiration when you do, did that song right there? Just getting, I got tired of hearing trap music. I got tired of music, hip hop. Not in my opinion, had fell off for a minute in New York City. And I don't even care if one person made a hot song. It's still the whole album wasn't hot. It's just maybe that one to two singles on that album. So what I decided to do was, you know, some of these songs that you have in your in possession, I didn't write them. They just came off the dome. And 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 I decided just to go ahead and just and be inspired within myself and create something that was that was fun, you know, to keep you know, it didn't have that stereo where people was afraid of it, you know, you know, I just want people to have fun, you know, feel good again. That's all it is. Feel good music. All right, so we're going to get into that joint. We got him in the building from the legendary P Brothers crew, my man Devon the Prince in the building. Let's get into this, y'all. We got the legend in the building. Nothing like it when you're so inspired being you Never once nobody stepped across the point of view The way I see it and how the game is treated, nothing new They've been doing that since the 80s, what the fuck with you? A lot of y'all Johnny come like this gonna really hate me Nigga sit your ass down while I count these basties More money, more problems One barrel of pieces when I charge double for Harlem I'm just I'm sick of all this shit First of all, y'all gotta know who I am And I'm Harlem's finest You rewind this, Lloyd Brown's behind this What we're gonna do right here is go back Way back, back into time more vocal than I ever been. Feel like D nights up in this bitch back on my shit again. Feel like the whole entire world now is listening. Feel like the universe has placed me where I should have been. Pushed aside all my could have been and would have been. Rolling through the hood again like it's new to them. No time like the present. I've been a legend since 11. I was sold at the age of seven. Always speak your mind, son. Let the world know your presence. Papa named me. Mama raised me, the street betrayed me, a lot of friends betrayed me, things been different lately, was it to my regard, or with my walk with God, I felt it changing me, no longer trying to fit in, no longer trying to get in, it's been a power struggle for all the years I've been in, left well enough alone for a 
guess that paranoia shit gets him every time. No handlers, no managers. I got a privacy rule, no cameras. A point well taken, it's when it's worth taking. Just to prove a point, GPS my location. And say the fairy tales, I got a life, I live it well. Coming all the way from heaven just to give him hell. And I'm alright. And it's alright. And I'm alright. And it's alright. I love you so You're never gonna catch me messing with these hoes Kind of, yeah, I yeah. kind of noticed yeah. one thing about you, like, and the brother Ray Vaughn. You know, y'all still, y'all flow is still really, really intact. You know, like I played it for my little young homies. You know, your stuff, his stuff, and a few other guys' stuff, and Keith KC. And y'all three was out of like out of a whole bunch of dudes I played. Cats was like, yo, them dudes still right there sound tight. You ever thought about doing a song <laughs> with y'all three? Yeah, I, I always wanted to do. I, I spoke with um. KC just a while ago. He said whatever he's when I'm ready, let him know. I never yet mm-hmm. to get with Ray because I know Ray be busy, you know, and Johnny. So I, I, I've yet to get with some brothers. So if I do, if I can put that together, it'd be magnificent. Like the M7. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because them brothers, mm-hmm. them brothers was those them, those are the men at that time. They were they were young men that taught me the way of how to carry yourself, how you dress, how you handle the situation, you know, with people audience, mm-hmm. mic control, you know, they. I learned from them. I learned from mm-hmm. Rayvon Johnny Wall. You know what I mean? I, big up to them. Much love to the respect for Rayvon Johnny Wall. I learned from them brothers. Did you ever think, man, back then, it would be this far, like with, with, what you see now, when it was back then, when it was just y'all coming coming down in St. Nicholas Project, it was no, it was barely rap, it was no rap on the radio, you know, back in the day, no. you know? Did we talk no. before Mr. Magic? The time we talking about is before Mr. Magic, before Supreme Team. It was when you had yeah. to go to the record store and you heard you you heard your favorite rap yeah. song at a at the local record store. Like yeah, did you ever yeah. think it would come to this right now? Where you at right no. now? Which no, no, not 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 no. Even when Teddy Riley was working in the record shop for the guy from the Black Obvious, and we used mm-hmm. to go in there and visit Teddy from um, from time to time when he was working in the record shop. I never could have in the mouth. Wildest dreams ever thought it would it get to this point right now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, but I, oh, when the, when the record came out, when people started making vinyl, I thought we all was gonna make it. You know what I mean? I thought mm-hmm. we all was gonna make it. Unfortunately, not everybody can go. With some people can, you know, go. But I'm proud of the people who did take it as far as they did. You know what I mean? Because without mm-hmm. them, there wouldn't be a lot of things that's going on right now. So much respect to everybody who came out at that time. You know what I mean? And and made a big, a huge contribution. To what was going on now? Now, is it, 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 it true that Teddy Riley 
is a product of the P brothers. Like he came, like he yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that 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 story goes. Um, it was three friends. It was two friends, and they were friend of mine that we used to always hang out together. There was one guy named by the name of Freddie Page, another guy was Freddie Robles, who is now Fred Flock. Um, he was one of the guys who produced one of some of my tracks. Um, they used to go to the record shop to hang out with Teddy because that was his crew, that was his his homeboys. And every now and then they would bring me along because I'm the tall guy. You know, they was all all three of them were short, so I would go around them. And then from there, we'd go to Freddie Page's house to make music and then to our Teddy house. Um, and just so happened that Pinnell would come out in my parish, and I knew that Teddy had this Casio. You know, he was playing this thing with a little Casio. So Fred, both of the Freds would, go, would attack me behind the rope and go, yo, ask him, can Teddy get on with the thing? Can they hook it up? And I would go ask them. They was like, nah, man, nah. They did it like maybe two to three times, man. And I was like, nah, that's my man. So, so Ted, they got the wire, they hooked it up, and he rocked it. He rocked the whole block party. You know what I mean? He rocked it. And then from there, that was it. That's all he needed. You know, just that spark. And big up to Teddy Riley, too. You know? Yeah. It was, I, it was I, me that was told him. I was a far for Ted, and, you know, he was playing shit like Pac Jam. <laughs> yeah, right? That what that nice. little did. Nice, I, remember, I remember like a recess The music class Everybody in, in Park East Be crazy We all be like Running down the recess Cause Teddy and my man Tiger My man Tiger was on the drums back then And them niggas be killing it And Killing he, it, right? The God was the record That's how nice Teddy was Back in the day Yeah, now, man, Teddy Yeah Now you You said I mean we Earlier you, you spoke about Battling for the name Devon Was that a, with the Devon That was down with um, The Boogie Boys? Yeah Yeah Wow yeah. So that was it a got, deep battle got, right, it, right At first it was fun Because you know I'm not I, I mean For those who don't know I'm, It's because you're an MC Sometimes some MCs Don't like attention We just want to come Do what we got to do And get out But when he challenged me I laughed Because like, you know It was funny Because my first battle ever Was with Tito From the from the Phil's Four before he was with the Phil's Four. That's my first battle, my sparring battle was with Tito. So mm-hmm. when he wanted to battle, I said, I don't want to battle him, you know, because I thought he was going to be better than me. I ain't up front. I thought he was going to be better than me. Then when I heard him, when they did the tone course and it was hitting his go first, he went first, and I heard him, I said, oh, I got this. And um, I, I beat him. I beat him in one verse, and then he had the second battle in Sean Bird, and I beat him again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for, and I heard stories that the Boogie Boys said the reason why they got their record deal is because they doubted the P products. And I would say I beg to differ because we never lost to y'all either. We never lost. Mm. So, you know, um, but I just wanted to, you know, for the record, I wanted to, you know, you know, stay back for the record. But the other kid, Devon, was a cool dude. Um, unfortunately, he lost. And I, I, fortunately for me, I won. Now, for those of y'all don't know, the Boogie Boys and Devon, they had a they had a hit record out back in the days called Fly Girl. Mm-hmm. Y'all probably heard yeah. it go the Fly Girl, you know. Yeah. So I, that's who we talking about. So for for yeah. the youngins that don't know, you know what I mean. I know yeah. here and there, yeah. Red Alert and some people go back in the days and rock on the radio and play some joints and catch me like, oh, that's yeah. that joint. When you hear that joint, yeah. that's the brother my man battled. That's who we talking yeah. about. And now you got another good. Yeah. No, yes. I, it's one more thing I want to tell the people. Um, at, it was one time where it was me, Mr. Barnes, Kid Delight, Dougie Fresh. And we'll go around, Project, whether it's Washington, Taft, 
chest, everywhere, to rock together. We will rock together, you know what I mean, and lead together. We'll come in together and we'll lead together. And we was about to start a crew. And and before there was you heard of Boogie Boys, before you knew of Gig Fresh Crew, it was us. We was going to start a crew. And um, so I don't know what happened. I think people just wound up doing other things. But even after that, me, Dougie Fresh, and Kid Finesse, we used to go to Barry B House, and we was going to start. We was going to make our own crew. This is prior to him making the Get Fresh Crew. So I felt like a Judas if I had left the P Brothers to go with Doug and Barry. You know what I mean? So I didn't. I didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? I should have, but <laughs> but I didn't do it. You know what I mean? But um, I yeah. kept my uh, my uh, um, my respect to you know in check for the P Brothers. You know what I mean? And and that was the reason why. A lot of things that went by me because I gave up opportunities, you know what I mean? And that was the reason why I'm doing the solo project now, to show people I'm the same person now than I was then, which that people haven't really heard that sound. Now, that leads me to the next song. What was the inspiration behind Still a Legend? Still a Legend is letting people <laughs> If you listen to it, it's like, I remember, I never wrote a rhyme until I was 20. And I started at 11. So y'all do the math. And, and at that time, the same thing you were hearing from a legend is what I was saying back then. There's so many songs I got. Uh, it's, it's, it's my my come out song, my breakout song, to let people know what I went through, how I got to that point in my life, that stage in my life, and, and who I was with. But that's what this song's about, basically. All right. So let's get into that once again. We got him in the building, Divine the Prince. From the legendary P Brothers, we in the building. We live from Harlem, Beef Stew Radio. It's your man DJ Big Stew. Let's get into it. For 
Yeah, 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 Prince Divine in the building. You know what? Your music got like that refreshing hip hop sound. You know the that that true school hip hop. You know when you, you know, sort of like remind you like when you used to listen to some of the stuff of Tribe Called Quest or Quest, Brand yeah. Nubians or you know what I'm saying or certain things yeah. like that or even even leaders of the new or. Even some of the old, you know, some some of the the, the um Black Moon, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that. We're that, missing that, them. That. Huh? We we missing the, those are those the elements we missing. We need those yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, those sonic sounds, that type of music, because that what we we grew, we grew up on that the OJs, yeah. and, you know, you know, Commodores. We grew up on those type of music, so that's why I said I would bring it back. If I had the opportunity, I would bring all those type of music back. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get into right now is called Sending Through. What was the inspiration behind that? That's a diss track. And it's it's about basically it's your spirituality. It's about people losing their self control. You know what I mean? And and not and not knowing knowledge itself. People or everybody's just so out to, to, to do things, man, and, and not focus on what's at what's at stake right now. You know what I mean? And and it's, and it's also a little subliminal diss track to somebody. I'm not gonna say who at the moment, but it's about basically empowerment, um, uh, 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 reparation lyrically of 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 artists who never got their shine. It's about reparation, it's, and it's about reinsurance. You know what I mean? That's what it basically is about. Now, before we get into that, you know, a lot you could have easily said, you know, I'm living a good life, I'm chilling, got the family, everything. I don't gotta fuck this rap shit. What 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 pulled you back? I never, I never left. I left physically. Mm-hmm. I left New York, and then I came back. I came back when the, the World Trade Center fell down. So mm-hmm. at the time, when I when I went to when I was in VA, VA, the Clips had just came out. I had met the Clips. Was at a club in Newport News. Um, I was running with Allen Iverson crew. I was hanging out with a lot of people from VA, VA, and 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 when I saw that the Clips was about to take off, that's that was it right there. I said, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm about to come back out. So the clips mm. got when they came hotter when they got when they got their their deal, I was already all in. And then the World Trade Center thing happened, and I said, "No way, I'm coming back to New York City." From that point on. All right, so let's get in it. This my man, Divine the Prince. We call this joint right here, send it through. We rocking, y'all. Let's get into it. Beef through radio. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough.
think we got the instrumental on that one, Devon. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I got you, man. That 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 one right there, I sent you the instrumental. Well, actually, but but but, but I, I definitely feel the vibe of it, you know. Like your yeah, project, I, I, I want to know where you going with it. Like, like is it going right to be now, a jazzy I'm trying type to take, thing? Yes, I'm doing the. the uh, I'm taking every for, every stage, every form. We're going to do jazz, rap, everything to get in. You know what I mean? I got so much material, so much something. I have a lot to say. You know what I mean? I need to be heard. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to be heard. That's the reason why I do the things and say the things I say on different songs. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's always a message in all my songs. Always a message. Now, is, um, is it an album or is it going to be an e- EP? No, it's a, it's an EP. It's okay. an EP that's going to come out. On that, that, on that song, it states as it's, a, it's supposed to be a new, an end of the new year. A beginning, the ending of this year into the new year. And it tells you the, the difference, what's going to happen, everything. It tells you everything is about to happen with the COVID and everything. Mm. It tells you everything is yep. about to happen. Now, speaking of the times, man, we got the COVID. We just got rid of this president, man. It's been a rough 2020. We all, especially us in New York, we all lost a lot of friends and family. It was kind of real tight. I lost my best friend, and, um, I want to know how how you you know what you've been through and how did you make it through you know how did you cope with it? Family man, family is first. I mean, my loving wife, my children. Um, you know, my 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 wife lost her father during that time, and and I lost my cousin and another family member. So we was going through it too with everybody else, but we managed to pull through. You know, we went looked after. We looked out after each other. We stayed, you know, to ourselves. We didn't, you know, we knew what to eat. We was watching a lot of Dr. Sebi uh, stuff, and, and we started eating right. We started getting black garlic and different things to help our bodies, you know what I mean? And, and, and we, like I said, we went through just like everybody else, but we pulled through together. Like, what keeps me grounded is my wife. My wife keeps me grounded at all times. Let me never forget, let me forget that I'm human, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not an MC. You know, you're not a rock star. You human just like us. So, you know, take out the garbage or do this and do that. So she inspired me, you know, and vice versa. Now, we got the joint jammy. What was the inspiration behind that? All right. That right there was we was, we was doing, you know, messing around. We went back in the day, and we decided to choose a song that we we all liked. So a friend of my a friend of mine named Mark or from Chaos, keeping it old school, that's the name of the group, keeping it old school, decided to make a track. And he said, Devon, I want you on this track. And I said, let me hear it. When I heard the track, I always wanted to rhyme to it. So I said, okay, cool. So I put my voice to it. Um, he, uh, he just said, keep it original. Just keep it big to yourself and keep it original. So I decided to do that. So when you hear the lyrics, it's, telling, it's explaining to you. And since I was born in the Renaissance, I'm the, like the last descendant of the Renaissance era. And so are you. I decided to keep no it Renaissance. I kept decided to keep it Renaissance. No doubt. So we're gonna get into that joint. Divine the Prince. This is Jammy. We live from Harlem. We playing that true school today. Let's get it. Phenomenon, the incredible will win. Men and smooth dude, tell a friend. We 
outside, we spitting live. The chicks are in the ride. Jake Cuban bad is on our side. Saint Nick Grill, don't get beside yourself a homicide. Frontin' so hard, yeah, you played yourself. See me coming through, spreading major wealth. Don't get mad about the card you dealt. You're slacking on your Mac and cause you all for Delph. Well, twiddle dee, twiddle dumb for all. Like the rock the party saying yes, yes, y'all. Peace to peace, brothers did the jam for all. We in the park jamming tournament ball. At the cookout and it's wall to wall. Yeah, we jam packed and it's all for y'all. What? Some of the time we like to dine. Some of the time we with dimes. Most of the time we writing rhymes. Can't stop now cause it's time. We can't hold back, we got the money on our minds. Some of the time we like to dine, some of the time we with dimes, most of the time we writing rhymes, can't stop now cause it's time, we can't hold back, we got the money on our minds. Now it's just <laughs> bling bling and drip trip. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm just even talking, you know, my thing is the flow. Like, you when we did the Dibba Dibba Dodge and it got over to um, after that, like, you know, maybe Spoonie G came out with his flow. Then from Spoonie G, it came out to Just Ice or, or T La Rock. And then from T La Rock to LL, LL and them to Big Daddy Kane. You know, the flows just kept changing to Onyx to, 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 to it got to Biggie to it got to. to Tupac, you know what I'm saying? To got to right now, yeah. we yeah. listening to the Migos. It's crazy how the delivery of flows change. Yeah, I I, I just be shaking my head too. I can't believe it's a lot of. I mean, that's not not to mention, you know, um, um, the voice too, because a lot of a lot of times the voice plays a major part in the artist. You know, if they got the right voice, like Snoop had, Biggie had, or or you know what I mean. It up and yeah. Melly Mel had the voice. Like Melly Mel was the to me was the Lion King. He had that rock. You know what I mean? And and you know, everybody it all depends to me on what it is that they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Now, back then we had the Yes show, like you said, did did die socialize and then it and moved on and, and from that point on then became hook. And then it became you know what I mean? And now you got all this other stuff going on now, you know what I mean? Got to the point so, with Twister and all these cats, you know, like Speed yeah. rap, you know. Yeah, the no. speed rap. Yeah. yeah. And remember, the Turkish Three was the first with the speed rap. Yeah. Before there was a twist and dots effect and and buster. So yeah. you know, it, it it changed. You know, it elevated. Yeah. That was the heartbeat then, joint, right? Correct. Bob, exactly. And then remember, female rappers too. You know, it came a long way. You know, they don't give female yeah. credit, but. A lot of the female rappers was hot back in the days, you know, from Shaw Rock and Sweet E and Sweet T and, and um, Jazz, all of them. They was hot back then, you know what I mean? For that, um, yeah. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Lee, I'm sorry, a lot of them was hot back in those days, but they never got recognition, you know what I mean? So Sequence came out. Sequence, yeah, yeah. Um, now, you know what? Now, there was a Salt and Pepper out back then, but I don't, I, I'm trying to wonder if that was the Salt and Pepper that's out now. No, no, that's not true. Nah. Yeah, okay. Nah, the, they, were, they were the original salt and peppers. Yeah, because I was like, they, they, they would have had some years in the game. When I started seeing, you know, salt and pepper came in, I, but I just didn't know if they was the salt and pepper that was rocking back in the days. And I was like, yo, if that's them, they had some, they, they, they definitely, even though they still definitely pioneered for women, but there was a salt and pepper back then that used to rock hard back then. Yeah, they was really they had they had nice routines. Them and another girl group called Female Four, who I used to help write for. Those are the mm. there was four of them, and then the two of them, the Salt and Pepper. There was six of them was really nice. It was really good. Mm. Was I know good. most yeah. everybody was big fans of Shah Rock. She was like maybe kind of the most popular. I could was to say the Funky Four was really strong back then. And those yeah, real strong. It was real strong. Yeah, they came out the right time in the right era, um, and they was the first to ever broadcast their performance on, on Saturday Night Live. They were the mm-hmm. first live performance, hip-hop performance ever on, you know, in the circuit. That's crazy. That's real. And, you know, her voice was, like, sparkling. Like, it just, the way her voice came, when her turn came, it just always seemed to pump the record up. They always put her in the right spot. Right. They did. They knew exactly what they was doing. I got to give credit to Rodney C and Kiki for that, because, you know, they knew exactly what to do. I'm not saying that she didn't know what to do, but I just said at that time, you know, female rappers, she she lit it up. She illuminated everything. Yeah, 
And just like everything else with the females, they had to like kind of cross the barriers, you know. It's messed up, right. but that's how it was, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Now, um, I'm just looking, man. I'm just checking out the project. I'm just seeing things, you know, and I'm and I'm really digging it. I'm and I'm saying to myself, like, when it's all said and done, man, what you want the world to know about the brother Devon, man? That I was one of the most slept on. Um, I want people to know my perseverance. You know what I mean, and and how far I came, you know, to this, from, from that time to, to now, and I still have it. You know what I mean? It's not like I can't deal with these young dudes. I can do that. That's not a problem. But I'm trying to create a message. I want to send a message out. You know what I mean? While we have this our time on this earth, man, because it doesn't look good at this moment. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to give people some hope uh, through my music. I'm trying to inspire people through my music. I'm trying to teach people through my music. Um, but my thoughts, my legacy. I just want people to know that I'm. I did it from the heart, and and I'm gonna keep on doing it. Even when in my, even when I'm gone, I'm gonna still continue because that's how much material I have. So you know, since I'm here to inspire people. That's it. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Well, before I let you go, I definitely got to get into this uh, last joint. You know, the joint. Um, I had the privilege of working on the video with you, me, Cap, and L, yeah. and it's definitely a yeah. hot joint. And it seemed like yeah. it's definitely buzzing. I mean, I, you know, it's, it took the social media. People is definitely feeling it. And it's definitely a good comeback song. What was the inspiration behind that joint? Um, not not, not being heard. Not being heard or listened to. Like, nobody was hearing it. I was trying to incorporate people to help me get part of um, the show and things. And people were turning me down. And if you listen to the songs, you'll know why I'm saying it. Like, I extended my hand everybody and everybody turned their backs on me. Everybody. And so now I'm letting you know what I'm gonna take this on my own. I'm taking everybody on the journey with this one. Alright. So you know let them know how they can follow you man, how they can keep up with you. There might be some people listening and they might want to get up with you and you know interview you or whatever. Let them know how they can take stay tuned with you man. Uh you can stay tuned me on L Brown sixty five alive.com you can catch me on YouTube. Just hit my my subscribe to my my YouTube page. You can subscribe to me on Facebook. I got a page on Facebook too as well. Everything else is uh through other media, social media that's not up right up at the moment. It's not up yet, but it will be up to after tonight. And I'll let you know a future plan. All right. So this is that. Is is it really like that? This my man, Divine the Prince. We want to thank you for coming on the show, brother. I appreciate my you. Pleasure. I appreciate all the things you did, man. You helped us I out with the Uncelebrated Pioneer. It was an honor having y'all. It was definitely an honor interviewing you today, bro. Yeah, I just want to give a big shout out to you, Cap, and, and Ed, and, and thank y'all for helping me with the video and helping me set everything up. Big up to the P brothers, Jazzy G. Chaos, keeping it old school. Mark, my man, smooth, my man, Sir Cool. Everybody who supported this 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 part right here, this project, man. I, I want to give a big shout to everybody and my lovely wife, Monique. All right, no doubt. All right, so we're gonna get into this joint and we're gonna head on out, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all tune into this joint. I'm gonna have all the information on the brother on the website. All right, so let's get into this. This my man, Prince Devon, Devon the Prince. Thank you, brother. In this world, all you got is you.
Yeah. There's a lot of ungratefulness that's gonna pay for this. I extended my hand so long to where I'm taking it. So I'm faking it. Business moves, new investments. It's a different lifestyle when you come in your efforts. My future looking like Gerald now, all bright. My signature moves is writing checks, it's the corporate life. It's a whole lot different when you make a difference. Depending how you make your living from the lane you're driven. Nobody saw my vision, no faith in me, I'm laughing with them. They even actually turn their backs on me, okay, I get them. My money on the truth and why you lie for it. Not only did I had the heart, I had the mind for it. AJ Lessons for it, overlaps with British walkers. Wasn't much of a talker, never one for taking orders. Went to school with Richard Porter, RIP. Every time I look around, all I see are the generic clowns. Look how the 80s did us, and who's still around, and who's no longer with us. Hoping that God forgives us for being lost niggas. In the midst of shooters and kills, even the COVID hitters. Crack babies producing trap babies, killing black babies in these streets until we culture list is looking crazy. <laughs> 